Good evening. This is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church here in Reno, Texas. Glad you're with us today. Uh, I just uh, wanted to bring you something. I'm not going to. I mean, this is going to be fairly short, and uh, but it's it's something like I tell tell y'all that you know I talk to a number of people about different things, and one of the subjects that comes up, and maybe it even come up with you, and when you're talking to somebody, if uh, you know, if you're talking about God, you're talking about heaven, you're talking about hell, you're talking about, you know, is, is there truly an afterlife and all of that. But, you know, many people are really curious about hell. And I don't blame them. I'd want to know all I can know about it, too, because that's one place that I certainly want to avoid. And I'm going to avoid it at all costs. And, uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's something interesting is there's a much higher percentage of people who believe in the existence of heaven, but yet they don't really believe that much in the existence of hell. But according to the Bible, the Bible tells us that hell is just as real as heaven is. You know, God created heaven. He created hell. He created hell for Satan and his demons. And then whenever men begin to follow Satan and follow into his ways, then there's going to be many men that's going to spend all eternity in hell. And, uh, but, you know, the Bible very clearly teaches us that hell is a very real place where the wicked and the unbelievers in Jesus Christ, they're sent there after they die. And they will be sent there for all eternity. Matter of fact, I didn't give you a title of this message, but it is, Is Hell Real? Is Hell Eternal? The answer is yes to both of them. Now, according to the Bible, you know, a, a lot of people say, you know, I'm a good person. I don't go around sinning. I don't have no sin. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I may not go to church or I may not do all this churchy stuff, but I'm a good person. Well, and I'm glad you are, but you know, until unless you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're going to go to hell. You're going to, you're going to see that hell is a real place. But you say, but yeah, that's for sinners. Well, now wait a minute. According to the Bible, we have all sinned. We're all sinners against a mighty and a holy God. Matter of fact, Romans 3.23 tells us, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It didn't say just a few have, just some have. It said all. We have all sinned. And probably the biggest part of us, all of us, are still got some sin in our life. You know, not that we do it on purpose, but sometimes things just happen and we make a mistake. We say something we shouldn't say. Uh, have a thought come in that shouldn't be there. Whatever. But you know... Jesus knew that these things were going to happen. But he said if we would confess those sins when they come, he said, I will be faithful and just to forgive you of those sins and I will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He says, if you make a mistake, you blunder, come to me. I'll forgive you. If you come to me with your heart. See, we can't come to God and say, well, uh-oh, well, I'll sin and I'll do this and I'll go ask for forgiveness. No, that don't work. You cannot come to God and ask for forgiveness just because you got caught doing something. You've got a kind of a guilty conscience or you want somebody to think that, oh, well, he's repented, he's doing okay. But in your heart, you didn't repent. You have to repent in your heart. You have to truly mean it. It's a, this is not something you play around with, people. 
And it, uh, and then it goes on to say, but what about the death? Well, here in Romans 6.23 says that the just punishment for sin is death. Listen to what it says. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He wants to give you the gift of life. But you have to confess those sins, believe in Jesus Christ, come to Him, and serve Christ, and hey, you're going to bypass hell. You know, and two, since all of our sin is really ultimately against God, our Creator, and since God is holy, and He is an eternal God, then the punishment for sin and death also must be eternal. It's going to be forever. It's not just a week. It's not a few days. Uh, and then he said, well, you've suffered enough. I'm going to bring you out. No. He says it's for all eternity. We make our choice and our decision before death. You know, I've been working on something, and, 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 and I don't know, I may do it, but a lot of people too, they ask, is there a second chance for salvation after death? Think about it. Is there a second chance for salvation after death? I may just do that next week. I don't know. But anyway, hell is a place of eternal death, which we have earned because of our sin. The punishment for the wicked in hell is described throughout the Scriptures. Jesus Christ has told us what the punishment is. And, I mean, He told us the truth. He didn't hum haul around the bush. He told us what it was. It's a matter of fact, Jesus said, Hell is an unquenchable fire. There's no putting it out. There is no, it's no turning the heat down. It is unquenchable. It's, and he said, It is an eternal fire that's going to last forever and ever and ever. Hell is a place where the fire is never quenched, it never goes out but it burns continuously forever and ever and ever. You know, hell is a place of torment and fire. You know, torment. Uh, we get a picture of that torment sometimes in, in, in Luke 16, in 23, 24. Uh, it, talks, it talks about the rich man who goes to hell. And he talks about, could you just send Lazarus over here and let him dip his fingers in the water and, and touch my tongue? I am in torment. He, he was scorching. He was burning. He was so hot. He was so miserable. He was hurting so bad that he was even ready for Lazarus, the beggar, to come and just, just put a little bit of water on his tongue. But it don't happen. See, Lazarus was with Abraham in heaven or, or the paradise. And, uh, of course, Luke. In Luke, it talks about the, the rich man, he's in hell, and he's burning, and he's in pain. He's in, he's in torment. As a matter of fact, if you, if you read over there in, in Luke, starting in chapter 16, 23 through 24, he talks about that, but he goes further on too, and he gives us a lot of information there. Hell is a place of everlasting destruction. Hell is a place where the smoke of torment rises forever and ever. It never, it never ceases. Hell is a lake of burning sulfur where the wicked are tormented day and night forever and ever. These last two were in Revelation. 
And this is Jesus talking to John, telling him what to write, to tell these people about hell and how bad it is going to be. The punishment of the wicked in hell is a never-ending, it's just never-ending. The punishment of the wicked in hell is as never-ending as the joy of the righteous in heaven. Your joy is going to always go on. It's going to continue in heaven. It's going to be, one of the, it's going to be the most joyful place you've ever been, the most joyful place you've ever seen. <clears throat> but you don't want to go to hell. You know, there was a man, he was an evangelist, he was a, a black gentleman, and I loved to hear him preach. His name was E.V. Hill. He was Pentecostal, but he, he just put it to you like it was. And he said, I don't want to go to hell. And I'll tell you why I don't want to go to hell. Because when you get into hell, there are no exit signs. No. You get into hell, you're there permanently. You're there for eternity. And he says, I don't want to go to hell because there are no exit signs. There's no way out. This is where you will spend all eternity. Jesus himself indicated that punishment in hell is just as everlasting as life is in heaven. And, uh, and, and here he said, in Matthew 25, 46, it says, And the wicked shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. Yes, the wicked is going to burn forever in hell. The righteous is going to live for joy and peace. And, and their life is going to be so good in heaven. And it's going to be eternal. The wicked will forever be subjected to the wrath of God. You know, there was a sermon one time, and they say it changed so many lives. And the sermon was, you do not want to fall into the hands of an angry God. They said that people were running, after that preacher got through, he said that those people were running down to the altar, giving their life to Christ. They said that, that, that it was just, and, and that, that sermon is still around. You know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've listened to it a couple times, and it really does. If you haven't never heard it, if you get that opportunity, go to Facebook, to YouTube, somewhere, and draw that up and just listen to it. It'll certainly change your mind about hell. And he said that uh, all those in hell will acknowledge the perfect justice of God. For sending them to hell, they're going to acknowledge, God, you did what you had to do. You did what you said you would do because of our sin. Lord, we see that now. And you were justified in what you did because of our actions, our unbelief. They are going to, you know, it's just like it says, for every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Even Satan himself is going to confess, yes, you are Lord. And most people, I'll say most, all of them, that, 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 that are going to be crying. They say there's going to be the gnashing of teeth, the, the biting, the screaming, the hollering, the pain, the carrying on that's going to take place in hell because of the pain and the suffering. And this, like I said, it's not an overnight thing. It's not like you're going to pack your bags and go overnight and then come back. No, it's going to be eternal. It's going to be forever. And all those in hell will acknowledge, like I said, 
that the perfect justice of God took place. Listen to what it says here in, in uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in Psalm 76.10. It says, Surely the wrath of man shall praise thee, and the remainder of wrath thou shalt restrain. It says, Surely the wrath of men, the wrath of God that's on these men, even these men are going to praise God. They said, we got what we deserved. We were told, we didn't believe, we didn't listen. We got exactly what we deserved. They're going to confess that we were wrong. You know, that would, if, if, if it was possible, the people right now, if they could, their lives would change. Those that have got the taste of hell, what hell's going to be like, what hell is like, there is no way if they would continue living the life they're living. If they just, you know, if, it's just like kind of like, like, like we're talking about the rich man and Lazarus. You know, Lazarus asked Abraham something. He said, could you send Lazarus back and tell my brothers what this is like? I don't want them to come down here. Could you send Lazarus back and tell them? And you know what Abraham said? He said, no. He says, if they won't believe the prophets and they won't believe my preachers right now, they're not going to believe Lazarus either. We have to have faith. We have to believe and know that we've got a God that created us, created this earth, created hell, created heaven. He is the one telling us about this place. Matter of fact, Jesus spoke more on hell than he did heaven because it's such a terrible, terrible place that he don't want nobody to go there. So he's told us and told us, just like I was reading a while ago, what, it was, well, what Jesus said about, about it. He said, it's eternal fire. It's an unquenchable fire. It's a fire that never quenched. Hell is a place of torment and fire. Hell is, a, is an everlasting destruction. Hell is a place where, where the smoke of torment never, ever quits rising. Hell is a lake of burning sulfur where the wicked are tormented day and night. Forever. Now these here, Jesus was talking about. He's the one that told us about this. And you know, I think if I'm going to believe anybody, I'm certainly going to believe what Jesus says. And I know that the hell is a real place. Many people say, boy, I'll tell you what, it can't be no worse than what I'm going through right here. You've heard that comment, and you've heard that comment. They have no idea what they're saying. Oh, sure, it gets bad here. But it's nowhere close to anything close to what hell is going to be like. Jesus himself told us that uh, those who are in hell will know that their punishment is just. They know, well, I got what I deserved. And that they alone are to blame for where they are. And that's the truth. You know, like I've, I've, I probably told it, said it to y'all if, if I've talked about hell. But I've had a number of people ask me, well, if, he, if, if your God is such a loving God, why would he send anybody to hell? I just simply sit there and look at them and say, God didn't send you to hell or send anybody to hell. They sent themselves. He sent a way for them to avoid hell through Jesus Christ, and they didn't want to take it. They didn't want to do it. They didn't want to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior. They didn't, they didn't believe in him. If they would have, they wouldn't have been in hell. So they sent their self. Jesus, excuse me, God is not going to force anybody to believe upon Jesus Christ. 
that's going to have to be something you do willingly because you truly believe and you want him in your life. He is not going to force you to take him. He's not going to force you to accept him. But if you don't, I'm going to read you something here in a minute. You will spend eternity in hell. You know, even Jesus himself said, For I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to God except through me. When he says through me, by believing in me that I am the Son of God, that I died on that cross, and on that third day I arose. They had to believe that and believe it in their heart for Jesus Christ to come into their life. And here, in what I was just saying, saying a while ago, I said, uh, those, those who are in hell know that their punishment is just and that they alone are to blame for where they are. Listen to Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 4 and 5. They're saying, He is the rock, God, and His work is perfect, for all His ways are just. A God of truth and without iniquity, without sin, without wickedness. He is just. Just is another word for righteous. And right is He. He's right in everything He does. Men have corrupted themselves. God didn't corrupt us. We corrupted ourselves by not believing in God and doing what His Word tells us to do. Their spot is not the spot of his children. You know, it said that when they did a sacrifice, it had to be a lamb without spot and without blemish. No defects. We have defects. But, you know, those defects can be taken care of. Those defects can be healed. They are a perverse and crooked generation. That's man today. A perverse and a crooked generation. It's all about me. It's all about what I want. You know, in, over, over in the Bible it says, for, in the, for it, when the end times come, it will, be a, it will be perilous times or dangerous times. It's happening right now. Have you ever seen the like of drive-by shootings and killings and everything else going on out there? Just purity and meanness, just no God at all in their lives. Yes, I'm going to tell you right now, hell is real. Hell is a place of torment, a place of punishment that lasts for all eternity with no end to it. But praise God that through Jesus Christ we can escape the eternal fire. We can escape hell through Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read you some scripture here now and then I'm going to finish up. The scriptures that, 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 that we have is, I'm going to read John 3, 16 through 18. Now listen to what he said. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believing in his son, we shall not perish. To perish simply means to be separated from God for all eternity. But we won't be if we believe in Jesus Christ. We will, be, we will spend eternity with Jesus Christ. And then here in verse 17 it says, For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, Jesus didn't come to condemn us. He said that the world through him, though, might be saved. He sent Jesus to come into the world so that the world, now when he says world, he's talking about us, might be saved. It's only through Christ that we can be saved. And that's why he came. In verse 18, now listen to this. He said, 
He that believes on Jesus is not condemned. There is no judgment on you now. You have not been condemned if you believe on Jesus Christ. But he that believes not is condemned already. You've already been found guilty because you do not believe in Jesus Christ. If you died right now without believing in Jesus Christ, hello, hell, that's exactly what it's going to be. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. That's why you're going to hell. Because you didn't believe in Jesus and you didn't accept Jesus. Now I talked about the wrath of God for all eternity a while ago. John, chapter 3, verse 36. He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life. He that believes not in the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God shall abide on him for all eternity. Even in hell, the wrath of God doesn't quit. Friend, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, you know, even, even over there, uh, I think Matthew chapter 24, and, 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 and Jesus is talking to the disciples. He said that the tribulation is going to be a time that the earth has never seen. It's going to be so bad. He said they have never seen how bad it's going to be, and they'll never see it again. Even things here on earth are going to get so bad it says that we have never seen anything like what's going to happen and we'll never see anything like it again. We need to get Jesus Christ into our life. You know, we're getting closer and closer to the end times. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ, people are saying, you probably said, some of them, you probably sitting out there, oh man, I've heard this and I've heard this. Well, that's good. Now what are you going to say to God? You're not going to be able to say there, well, Lord, well, God, I've never heard that before. You know what God's going to say? Yes, you have. You heard it. My servants have told you. You've laughed about it. You scorned it. You giggled. You laughed. Oh, I don't believe all that. Then he's going to look at you. And he's going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity, for I never knew you. And you're cast into hell. My friend, the only way to bypass hell is through Jesus Christ. No other way. <coughs> Have you accepted Christ? <coughs> Excuse me, my allergies are kicking up. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ, could you do that today? You don't know when, when you, this, this, this could be your last day. And after death, there is no salvation. I'll just put it like that. It has to be made before you die. It has to be made now before you die. Have you accepted Jesus Christ? If you haven't, would you really truly consider that? And let him come into your life? Let him be your Lord? Let him be your God? It would be the greatest thing that you've ever done. And I promise you, you'll never regret it. You'll never regret receiving Christ into your life. But now you have eternal life. If we could, could we have a prayer? Would you pray with me? Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that I have. Lord, I've got one more chance. I've got another chance, Lord, that I can come to you. Lord, 
Would you forgive me of my sins? Would you accept me as your child? Because I want to accept Jesus Christ into my life. I believe, Lord God, that he is your son. I believe he died for me, and I believe he rose again on that third day, just like he said he would. I believe this in my heart, and Lord, I want to be in heaven with you when I die. I don't want to go to that place they call hell. I've heard enough about it to know how terrible it's going to be. So, Lord, I'm asking you today, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me for all the sins that I have ever committed. Cleanse my mind. Just cleanse me totally and completely. Lord, come into my life and be my Lord. You know, if you've prayed that prayer, you know, you've bypassed hell. You're on your way to heaven. The angels are singing. God's rejoicing. You cannot imagine what's going on in heaven right now. But I want to thank you all for being here. But this is just, you know, we're getting so close to the end of these times that I feel like, and it really gets on my heart that everybody needs to, everybody needs to know. Everybody. Now, whether you accept it or not, that's up to you. But like I said a while ago, you cannot stand before God and say, I've never heard, because you have. Well, I want to thank you for being here. I know we could probably talk about a lot better subjects, but, you know, there's some things we have to do, and this is one of them. So I want to thank you for being here. I hope that uh, you got something out of it that if you don't know Jesus Christ, you will receive him into your life. So thank you for being here, and I'll see you next week. God bless each one of you. May the hedge of God's protection be around you, and may his face shine upon you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you all.